This period is um, a guided and silent meditation. If there's um, a lot of sleepiness for you at this time, this might also be a helpful time to practice standing meditation in relationship to this theme. <clears throat> the theme of equanimity. And uh, you can, um, it, sometimes with standing meditation, if there's a lot of sleepiness or dizziness or un unsteadiness, you can stand behind a chair and hold the chair or stand near a wall. Um, you can move from seated to standing with mindful movement in that transition or standing for a while and coming back to a seated posture <laughs> or reclining if that's how you're practicing. <clears throat> uh, so I just want to name that. We haven't formally practiced standing meditation together yet on this retreat um, and it's it's a very helpful form, one of the four postures for meditation. our practices yesterday afternoon was the practice of non-ill will and non-harm and we cultivated that with the felt experience, the heart intention and if it fit for you also phrases of kindness and care, friendliness to ourselves and each other. <clears throat> and the practice uh, today is, is another one of a grouping um, called the Brahma Viharas, the divine abodes, the uh, abode of the heart-mind, the aware heart. And the first of these is metta or friendliness, cultivation, loving kindness, sometimes called. The second is, equin is um, upek uh, karuna, <laughs> compassion. So these we did yesterday. And the third is um, joy. Uh, a resonant joy or harmonic joy where we cultivate within ourselves the felt experience and also happiness with the joy of others. <clears throat> and this fourth of these heart abode practices is called upeka or equanimity. And same as yesterday it's upeka bhavana, the bhavana part meaning cultivation, that uh, we don't need to be feeling equanimous already, but we have the intention to nourish this quality, this seed that is within us. 
and as related to the the um, talk on wise intention and renunciation and the four nobilizing truths, the four noble truths, this quality of equanimity develops by accepting these truths that are in accord with reality. And this is done by paying attention to the whole truth of every moment, every present moment. All the path factors come together with wise mindfulness, wise effort, wise view, seeing the Four Noble Truths, and our wise intentions. I find for myself images or visual representations, images of things to be helpful for me to relate to some of these things. And uh, equanimity is often likened to be like surfing, said the non-surfer. <laughs> Never surfed, except for like body surfing on... <clears throat> yeah, but it's this, this idea of riding the waves. the waves of liking and disliking, grief and loss, joy, beauty, all of these arisings and passings. It's like uh, if we were doing our walking practice over uneasy or uneven terrain or uneasy terrain, and, uh, but we have the intention to continue walking to t- one step in front of the other. We're on a path and we need to bring all of our awareness to not stumbling, to um, traversing that safely and with care for this being. And so each step is not known. We don't know what what's what's coming over the hill or in the next foot footfall and it requires this open aware presence to meet each step each moment i was also thinking that it's kind of like <clears throat> perhaps what chanting these pali chants are for some of us it's like I've never heard this before, I've never read these words before, never sounded them out, and yet uh, some of us may be trying it on, and there's an intention there, and then mm, a willingness to just join join in to this group experience, and or even if we're just doing that silently, allowing that to move through and not quite knowing where, what, where's the sound going next or how do I, how, how do these things, how do we pronounce these things, etc. cetera. Uh, but showing up and, and moving forward through that rhythm. <clears throat> for me, the most resonant image for me with equanimity is that of a tightrope walker a high wire tightrope walker 
and how they carry that very long balancing pole in, in their upturned hands as, as they walk. And that, that pole, to me, represents this respondability, that equanimity is not about like getting balanced, being balanced, staying balanced, like it's a thing. It's balancing, responding. That uh, these tightrope walkers, again, not something I intend to ever do, um, are constantly shifting, actually, constantly moving and adjusting. When the wind comes and the body is shifting and all, all, the, all the things that are happening there. So this equanimity is our respondability, our ability to respond to life's ups and downs. And in our practice here, on this tight wire, <laughs> we're responding to each breath, sound, thought, mood, and that passes through this path, moment by moment. And we want to cultivate and invite a spacious awareness, spaciousness of mind that's wide enough to respond and to feel some sense of center amidst the waves. So coming into the posture that feels steady for you, standing, seated, reclining. And as you begin dropping into (coughs) your sense of center, if you choose, if it seems helpful or curious, you might explore some shifting. Sometimes we notice in our practice when we're leaning forward into the next moment, the mind is in some futuring and we find that we're like leaning forward. So you could feel what it's like to lean forward a little bit. And sometimes there may be some mm, drowsiness or aversion where there's some collapsing or leaning back or falling down, dropping. You could feel what that's like, slowly, mindfully shifting through these. I often find when the mind, it, this body-mind is caught in future thinking that there's a turning of my head or a little bit of leaning to one side into that, those thoughts. So feel what it's like to lean to a side or the other. One might feel more familiar than the other. The body might have a tendency of a direction it tends to uh, move into. 
And then in your own time, perhaps exploring a sense of a plumb line, <coughs> dropping into the, the weight of the legs, the pelvis, if you're standing into the feet and the tailbone. sense of centeredness through the spine, uprightness. And then softening, draping, dropping, whatever to whatever degree is available that isn't serving right now, isn't needed. Let's take some time together now for a few moments of silence. Just resting into the body, softening, widening, dropping. And then from this ground, from this center, this kind presence and attention with ourselves, opening to how things are in this moment. What sensations are arising and passing in the body?
what states of heart and mind are here right now, asking to be known, asking to be attended to. And then either with the felt experience, just opening to the heart intention to cultivate this quality, or with these words, adjusting and substituting, changing the words to what touches your heart, your intention. As with some of the other Brahma-Vihara practices, for some it feels helpful to place a hand at the heart or the belly or touch the earth. May I deeply accept this moment as it is. May my heart be big enough to open to these joys and sorrows. May I know steadiness amidst these waves of arisings and passings. May I deeply accept this moment as it is. May my heart-mind be big enough to open to these joys and sorrows. May I know steadiness amidst these waves of arisings and passings. For these next few minutes of silence, either resting with this intention and cultivation in a felt experience, 
to whatever degree is possible or using these words, your own words. either continuing so discerning what is most needed for you either continuing with this cultivating relationship with self and this quality of equanimity or bringing inviting into awareness a dear one could be a group of people, could be someone who's near or far, uh, someone that it's easy for the heart to incline well wishes for, knowing that they too experience the vicissitudes, the waves of life the 10,000 joys and sorrows. May you deeply accept this moment as it is. May your aware heart be big enough to open to these joys and sorrows. May you know steadiness amidst the waves of arisings and passings. And you can continue to 
rest awareness with this dear one or with another or with yourself for these next moments of silence. gently inviting into awareness someone that represents for you all the all those that are unknown to us that are what are called neutral beings in our life all the the majority of people that we don't perhaps have a strong like or dislike for Maybe someone that you see fairly regularly in your daily life, in a shop or in your community. And letting them stand in in awareness for, for all those that are mostly unseen or unknown. knowing that these beings, these people also experience all of these conditions changing, pleasant, unpleasant, suffering and joy, and cultivating this wish with them in awareness. May you deeply accept this moment as it is. May your heart be big enough to open to these joys and sorrows. May you know steadiness amidst these waves of arising and passing. 
If these words don't resonate for you, try to not get hooked on thinking about them, but just shift it, adjust it, make it your own, what resonates with your intention. And now, either continuing with one of these previous categories of beings or gently inviting in what's called a, the unfriendly. So it is not skillful, it's not conducive to the cultivation of this heart to choose the most difficult person in your life or even the almost most or close to most difficult. See if you can just connect awareness with something where there's some slight unresolve or some confusion, some aversion not someone where we immediately feel caught in story or closed off from the heart. Understanding that these difficult people or unfriendly people are also experiencing these joys and sorrows. And cultivating the wish within our own heart-mind. May you deeply accept this moment as it is. May your heart be big enough to open to these joys and sorrows. May you know steadiness amidst these waves arising and passing.
If you find you're getting hooked on this one, just return to equanimity with the self. And for these last minutes of the practice, gently opening to this sense of radiant equanimity. And it may be just a sense of connection with a circle of beings that feel close to your awareness. It could be this whole community, Sangha, this wider community and forest and land. So you can just feel into it and decide. Explore with curiosity this cultivation of this wish.
may you, may all beings everywhere cultivate and know the spaciousness, the boundlessness, boundless awareness that is wide enough to hold it all, to know it all, to be steady in the midst of it all. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.